and welcome to Vodka and Ghosts. Grab your fucking drink and join us. Your hosts, Mandy and Alicia, will be joining you as soon as they get their fucking drinks. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches! <laughs> she caught me. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to say something. I was too. I thought you were going to say something, so I just looked at you with a blank stare on my face. Well, hello, guys. Long time. No see. Welcome back to Vodka and Ghosts. I think we're going to this year be popping on here irregularly, but... Irregularly. I've only had one seltzer, so it's not due to that. <laughs> and I had two of the biggest fucking pieces of pizza I've ever seen in my life. So I'm I'm good right now. And Alicia's definitely good because Alicia ain't drinking right now. Alicia's not drinking because Alicia's having a baby in May. <gasps> That's so exciting. Saying like hermit. I did. That's so- you said I sound like Hermit. Hermit. <laughs> you said Hermit with an H. Kermit. I sound like Kermit. No, I don't. I can't even do it. It's so embarrassing. Anyway, so... Oh, so I wanted to tell you something before we Is it start. about your client? No. But oh, okay. I, I will tell you about that when I am doing my little okay. story, because it goes with it. But apparently... Um, I don't think I saved the article, but in 2020... I did not save the article. <laughs> Um, oh, hold on one second, guys. What am I doing here? All right. Now I'm ready. Okay. So apparently during the lockdown and continuing on now, because most people are still working from home, Mm -hmm. paranormal activity has increased. But. That's because people are fucking around with boxes. Well, also, though, (laughs) these people probably live in haunted houses, but they're at work all day. And then they go home and they just like do whatever and go to bed. But now they're home all day and they're noticing and they're shit in their house. Yeah. But either way, I would think paranormal activity has spiked just because of what's going on anyway. You know? But I thought that was really interesting. So if any of you have had a paranormal spike due to coronavirus, I'd like to hear about it. The haunted COVID. Haunted COVID. It's bringing out all the ghosties. So what are you talking about tonight? I'm talking about, did you ever hear about this um, eBay article? I want to say article. I know. Every <laughs> time I say article. it, that's what I hear. Or, um, or the police officer or whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> the police officer. The police officer. <laughs> um, it was a post on eBay in 2003. It was for a Dybbuk box. And the guy wrote this big thing about how it's haunted. And that's what I'm talking about. Dybbuk boxes are no good. And I am talking about... The monsters that hide in the closet. At least they're not under the bed. Well, we'll see. They, they're probably on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> they might be under your bed. They like to levitate. Not lactate. <laughs> That's going to be you soon. <laughs> Gross. But this seems like a perfect opportunity to go to our opener. I agree. Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. <laughs> Take, Take a, a big, big swig. swig. 
Okay, it's your time. Are you ready? Are you ready? Did you pull Whoa, it up? Oh, I was just about to say, <laughs> let me pull up my note real quick. You don't need to pull up shit. It's all in your brain. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So I just said so that ready. in 2003, this guy listed a haunted item on eBay. Now, what was the Dybbuk box? What? Like, I think a Dybbuk box can be any type of box. Well, I mean, this Like one... the one Zach Bagans has is a wine bottle That's box. what we're talking about. Oh, shit. Okay. But it's, I don't know, it's like light wood, but it looks like it has grapes or something. Yeah. As the doorknob. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to get to that, like, at the very, the vada vada end. The vada vada end. Okay. So anyways, this guy, his name was Kevin Manis. He posted the item on eBay, and the first sentence was, all of the events that I'm about to set forth in this listing are accurate and may be verified by the winning bidder with copies of hospital records and sworn affidavits. So this is one Zach Bagans got? Yeah. Okay. Because it went from... So this guy, this Kevin guy, he owns like a small business and he refinishes furniture and stuff. And I can't remember if he is into real estate or something, but anyways... Um, they were selling a bunch of stuff at this house, and he bidded on items that he was going to refinish for his store, and he goes to pick them up. The lady's got them all out in the front yard, and they're loading it up. He all of a sudden sees this little box, and he's telling her, like, I don't, I don't remember buying this. And she's arguing with him almost, being like, no, you paid for it. Like, take it. Oh, like, and shit. He's, she just wants to get it out of there. Yeah. And so she was explaining to him that the item was a wine box and it belonged to her 103-year-old grandmother, Hevela? Hevela? That's a, that's a beautiful name. Anyway, she Hevela. died. But Sounds she, like she's very fucking heavy. She's a fucking Hefela. <laughs> Hefela. 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 She died and she was an immigrant from Poland. And she was sent to the Nazi concentration camps along with her family... Sorry, the way I wrote it was, it confused me. Um, Why would this woman be getting rid of it if it belonged to her 103-year-old grandmother? Because she knows there's a demon in it. Well, her I grandmother... I question. <laughs> you did. Yes. Um, her grandmother fled to Spain, and then she bought the wine box and eventually made her way to the United States with little else in her possession. Little elves? Little elves. Oh, I was like, oh my god, I'm talking about that later. (laughs) She's got midgets. She's got little elves in her possession? The fuck, I'm going to Europe. So I'm assuming when she got this box, something had to have happened. Because her entire time that she had it, she warned her family to never open the box. And she would, like, spit through her fingers when she would talk about it. I don't spit through her. I don't know. When she spoke about it. That's just, like, a little detail the mom remembers. I don't know. She... I don't know. Maybe she was, like, spitting, like, in, like, she's so serious. Maybe, or she's pissed. Or maybe it means something. Did you say they're Italian? No, she was from, um, Poland. Okay. Polish. Maybe Polish people spit on their hands when they're My child was Polish, and she spit a lot when she talked. <laughs> well, maybe Literally, it's, you would need, like, an umbrella. it's genetic, then. I don't know, I guess. That's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways... You know, they're talking back and forth, and he's like, if this is a keepsake, I don't want to take it. Like, you can have it. She's like, I fucking told you. That's exactly what happened. She's like, no, and she's getting mad about it. She's like, no, take it. And so he's like, okay, fine, I'll take it. I don't want the fucking box, but fine. Yeah, and so um, he takes this box back to his store, and he brings it downstairs in the basement. And maybe 30 minutes after he leaves, he gets a phone call from the store manager, and she's hysterically crying, and she thinks that there's somebody in the basement 
like an intruder is breaking oh, sure. in because she hears things being broken and thrown and cursing and what the um apparently the emergency exit door locked she couldn't get out she's trapped in there so he gets back to a store and he goes downstairs which there's only one way in and one way out it's down the stairs so there's no well, doors in the basement for somebody to break okay, in. Okay, so there's no doors in the basement. Right, and okay. the girl's upstairs, so she knows nobody's in there. And so she's on the floor, and she's crying, and he goes down there, and he sees every single light in the entire place has busted out, like, at the base. And he goes back upstairs, and he's, you know, he's looking around to see if there's an intruder, and he goes back upstairs, and she's gone. Like, she left. And she never came back to work again. Oh, my god. Like, I don't know if he ever spoke to her again or what, but... Well, hopefully he did just to, for, like, a well check, make sure the fucking demon yeah, didn't did, take her did out. Yeah, you, uh, did you need to get an exorcism I know, when you seriously. got home? So he's not really thinking anything about the box having... I don't even know if he knows what a Dybbuk box is at that point. Probably not. He's just he thinking... He thinks he has this weirdo wine box. Yeah, and I think he literally is thinking somebody broke in or something. I don't know what he was thinking. I'd be like, I just said wine box like a man. <laughs> <laughs> he you got a wine a box. Weirdo wine box. I love a wine box. It's because I had an air bubble in my throat because I just took a gulp so of my seltzer. So start talking like this to put the wine box. So I was going like this. Oh, you're said the so opposite. It's like that um, inhaler oh. you take that makes you sound like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I have had that bubble in my throat before where you sound like a frog or something. It sounds like Kermit. Yeah, it does. The way you talk. Kermit this, with a K. In this case, my oxygen was low, so I was talking quiet. That's not good. I know. That's because I had a fucking air bubble in my throat blocking my airway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be polite and not burp into the microphone. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that, that was, was my me. arm. That was I swear I could do me. it again. See? Okay. <laughs> I was like, God, please do it. <laughs> I wish we were filming this because she keeps giving me these looks that you guys can't see. So my reaction sounds fucking out of place and weird. <laughs> Anyway. I do keep giving you weird looks. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. <sighs> Back to the story. Back to the Dybbuk box. Back to this box. My computer's acting funny. Why? I don't know. Look at it. Yeah, what is wrong with it? It's because we're talking about this Dybbuk box, I'm telling you. I know. It's infiltrated my computer. Now my computer's a Dybbuk box. Earlier, I was reading up about Dybbuk boxes, and oh, yeah. me and Mandy were in the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I was sitting in a chair. It's, first and she, of all, let me clarify, because she was laughing. It sounded like she said me and Mandy were in the bathroom. <laughs> and we were not. We were in the back room. <laughs> Last time I was in the bathroom with you, we were playing Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. And it wasn't because we were on our that. periods. No, it was not. <laughs> but anyways, continue. We were in the back room together. I just thought of bloody badgies. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be the episode name. Bloody badgies. Oh my god, everyone would just fucking delete us right now. That's away. when you, you say bloody badgie, bloody badgie, bloody badgie. And then me and Alicia come through the, wind, the mirror. <laughs> Out of a badge. Um, so, anyways, we're in the back room. I'm reading the stuff online. It's talking about evil spirits and demons and all this stuff. And so, across from me is the clothes hamper clothes box the clothes no it's like a it's a hamper it's plastic a, it's hamper just, it's just a plastic hamper and it's anyways, like a basket it slides probably two inches on the floor and there's nothing in it and it just fucking moves and there was no reason for it to move there was nothing to fall on it or push it or anything 
Yeah, and, and I you just could looked, hear it. Like, it had weight to it. Like, I heard it slide across the floor. Yeah, and I looked at Mandy, and I was like, did you hear that? And she was like, yeah. Yeah, I heard it, but I didn't think anything of it, because I wasn't looking at it, but Alicia was sitting right in front of it, and so she saw it happen. And it's happened before. I think it was years ago in here, but that, like, the same thing, like a laundry basket slid on the floor. I don't yeah, remember who was back there with stuff me. that happens in here. That's why it's the haunted salon. It is. Okay, back on track. Um, so Kevin, he's not thinking that anything, none of the events that took place had anything to do with the box. So he Which was is thinking. Which so stupid because it's like, what's the thing that changed today? Oh, I put a yeah. fucking box down there. Yeah, and it's not a wine box. <laughs> <laughs> wine box have wine. Anyways, um, so he gets the bright idea, like, I'm going to fix this box up and I'm going to give it to my mom for a birthday gift. Oh, Why would you do that? I don't know. So he's opening it up and he finds a 1928 U.S. wheat penny. I don't really know what a wheat penny is, to be honest with you. I've seen one. Danny Metal Detects. It's like, um, it says like one cent on the back. Okay. Instead of like the fucking memorial. Okay. And then it has, like, two pieces of wheat going around the sides. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there was one, a 1928 and a 1925 wheat penny. Okay. There was one small lock of blonde hair that was tied. Ooh, that's creepy. A small lock of brown hair. Okay, worse. A small Hebrew statue with some kind of Hebrew letters engraved on the back that I guess this guy searched up and it spelled Shalom. Shalom or something? Doesn't yeah. that mean, like... Hello. I don't know what it means. Shalom. I think it's like a greeting. I don't fucking know, though. It had a rosebud, one small gold wine cup, and then it had a small cast iron uh, candlestick that had octopus legs. Um, I want that. You're such a weirdo. I fucking love anything nautical. So he saved the items, and his intentions were to send them back to the cellar. Which I don't know why he thought that was a good idea because they didn't even want the box. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. Like, why do I'm they want sure the items they knew in the what box? Was in it. Yeah, like something's not right because they they didn't want it. Right. So, anyways, his mom comes up. She was planning on going on a trip. Her trip gets canceled, so she comes to his shop and she's meeting him to have lunch. Oh no! So they're downstairs and he gives her the box, and so all of a sudden, I guess he needs to take a phone call. He goes outside for maybe five minutes, and one of his employees comes out to get him and it's like um your mom's acting weird like you need to come inside so he comes inside and his mom's sitting beside the wine box and she's like hysterically crying and she can't talk like she can't speak Mm -hmm. so she goes to the hospital and they found out that she had a stroke and then she was partially paralyzed what it's it's like a uh it's a temporary thing but she couldn't talk she could only write down her words and whatever <laughs> so anyway, she couldn't speak, but she spelled out the gift to him. <laughs> the gift. <laughs> she spelled, she spelled it out. out no gift, hate gift. She and what now? She was spelling out to him like no gift, hate gift, like trying to oh, tell him in a short that's sentence what that did it. yeah, like I don't want that gift, like oh, take it back. Yeah. So anyways, he. Oh, that same day that his mom had a stroke, the lease to his store randomly got terminated. What? Which I don't... I mean, it could just be, you know, a series of unfortunate events at this point. So he gave... I don't I don't understand this guy. So, like, two bad things have happened. And then he decides to just give it to different family members who returned it almost immediately. 
He gave it to one of his family members that ended up in front of his shop the next day or very shortly after, and it had a note on it that said, this box has bad darkness. Oh, shit. And then he still doesn't he's think still anything. Not, no, he's, he's still, probably one of those hard-headed, like, that shit's not real. Or that there's an explanation. Like, how many like, you gotta fucking kill before you... Right. Yeah. So then he decides to bring the box home, and well, that's, that's when it started getting idea. real to him. He started having nightmares of a woman like the old hag. Ooh. He would smell cat urine. Ooh, is that a sign of, like, a demon or something? Yeah, I forgot to say, he smelled that at the bottom of his store, too, when he went down when all the glass was broken. Oh, man. He um, would see shadows on his side vision. Other people who came over claimed to have seen shadow figures as well. So he starts wanting to research this box because he doesn't know what it is. And so he fell asleep, and he woke up around 4.30 from a nightmare one night. And he felt something breathing behind his neck. And then he saw something walking down the hallway away from him. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I I want to see that when we're like hunting ghosts. Yeah, I do not want to see that by myself. No, no. This is everything he explained all of this in his post. Yeah, like he wrote down every encounter that he had, and at the end of it, he says that he would destroy this thing in a second, but he doesn't know what he's dealing with. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. It's like and, when you don't close the Ouija board correctly, you know, and then you're leaving it open mm-hmm. for whatever to pass yeah, through. Yeah, he's like. Opening a portal to this world if he I know blows the box up. It's like come on in. <laughs> yeah. It's three o'clock every day. All right, All I day. just opened the gates to hell. Yeah. Come on in, guys. On his listing, I guess he was writing updates or whatever, and he wrote on it was June fourteenth, I think, two thousand three. And so wrote, no one has bought this thing at this Not point. yet. Okay. Not yet. So he said that he got home on Friday, June 13th, and found that all 10 of his fish in his aquarium randomly died at the same time. Well, that's not very good. Piling up the dead bodies here. Well, I guess his mom's not dead, but... I'm still, like, after... The bad juju. (laughs) Seriously, like, after you bring it to your shop and you go downstairs and you see that everything is destroyed, wouldn't that tell you... Yeah, since he's gotten this so far, he's lost his employee, he's lost his store, he's... His mom mom almost died. Yeah, she almost lost his mom. She had a stroke. And now he lost 10 of his little baby fish, which I'm so excited about. He's had nightmares. He had something random breathing on his neck. Like, what else does it take, dude? You smell cat urine. And (laughs) isn't it like if you open the Divic box, you release it? Which is probably what happened when he opened it and found all the things that were inside of it. Trapping it in there. But if. Like, maybe they somehow got the demon back in the box. He supposedly still, like, has those same powers or whatever. Like, if you're close to it, it can make you, like, feel weird. I'm just wondering, how do you get the evil spirit in the box? It must have been a shaman or something. Or, like, a... I don't fucking know. I wonder... You know how I said that that thing was in Hebrew that said shalom? I wonder if that means, like, shaman in, like, Hebrew or something. I think it means... In Jewish language. (laughs) (laughs) Shalom, if that's what it says means hello <laughs> is it me I'm looking for <laughs> I can see <laughs> <laughs> if I knew the other sentence in Hebrew I would Shalom. do it <laughs> Shalom Shalom <laughs> <laughs> anyway where where were we? let me take a swig of my seltzer Shalom <laughs> Shelter, shalom. Now we gotta learn the other verses in Hebrew. Shalom. <laughs> oh my god. Shalom Hebrew. That, I'm sure the 
our Hebrew listeners really appreciate that. That uh, they can't judge that because they're walking in Jesus' shoes. Because <laughs> they are, they're not supposed to judge. They are. That's the religion that's like supposed to be right there, like from At the heart Jesus of the, days. the birth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't do unto others as you wouldn't want done unto you. That is true. So, the box gets sold for two hundred and eighty dollars to a man named Jason Haxton. And he was a guy who was a director of a museum. He pretty much collected, like, antique type stuff. Okay. And so this thing's probably, like, over 100 years old. So he sees it and he's like, oh, this looks cool. Even knowing the description of it, I don't think he believed it. Yeah, I can see most people probably wouldn't. I would probably order it just to, like, see and then be, like, regretting my decision. Yeah, so almost instantly, as soon as he touched the box, strange things started happening to him. He had excruciating pain in his stomach he had the same dreams of the old woman with sunken eyes he would have choking attacks he had welts and hives pop up on his body he coughed up blood holy shit he had a strange taste in his mouth i think they said it was like acidic or something and he also had something that doctors called a spontaneous eye event it's just what left large dry patches on his eyeballs, giving him a wild bloodshot look. What the fuck? And he said the creepiest thing about it was seeing that hair in those coins. Those are artifacts that are real links to real people. Yeah, I mean, the coins are from like the 1920s, though. It's not like they're fucking... They're not from the Holocaust. <laughs> I mean, the Nazi <laughs> concentration <Holocaust>. camp. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So, the first time he brought the box home, he and his son noticed strange smell in the house. Again, cat Cat pee pee and jasmine. That's so crazy. And the heat in the house went out, and then they both saw menacing shadows that walked around in the corners. That is... Okay, so that's what, three for three now? Yes. So, then he's thinking, because he got sick, and he had all of these health issues all of a sudden, that maybe the box had some kind of chemical on it, and he was reacting to it. So he had the box tested for biohazards, and it came back negative. So then he starts researching Dybbuk box and ended up speaking to rabbis and scientists who all agreed to put the box into a wooden container lined with gold to neutralize its destructive force. And so he said he did that, and his medical problems immediately disappeared. Interesting. Yes. But that wasn't enough. I think it scared him. So he ended up putting it into a military-grade shockproof container, buried it somewhere well-hidden where it wouldn't be discovered. So then, but Zach Baggins... Obviously, obviously it comes out at some yeah, point. Yeah, Zach Baggins... Baggins, Baggins. Baggins, but big, I big, like big, 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 Baggins big, better. Like Zach Bilbo. Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. He bought the box and he has it part of his collection in the haunted museum in las vegas which i want to go to so motherfucking bad but beggins he won't let anybody see it you have to sign a waiver that releases him from all liability if anything bad happens to you or whatever immediately after Mm -hmm. so then they were doing an episode i think in 2018 and zach beggins was supposed to open the box but i guess some they I worse. saw that episode. Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. he chickened out and he didn't open they it. They didn't end up doing it. <clears throat> so then, 
I just read where in July of 2020 they recorded an episode. I guess they were all quarantined. Yeah, they quarantined in the museum. museum, Yeah. And so he then finally opened it, and I think Post Malone was there with him. Post Malone was there. Yeah, because I missed that episode then because he did an episode with Post Malone pre-COVID, and it's like one of my favorite episodes because I fucking love Post Malone. Yeah. Well. Post Malone was there when he opened this Dybbuk box really? for the first time. Oh, yes! Okay, Keep And apparently, going. like, there you. was, like, a mist or something that came out. And then... And then Post Malone had bad luck. Yeah, his fucking plane the had tire. to do an emergency landing. Yeah, the tires blew on it. Yeah. He... His car got into an accident. Yeah. He there was something else that some, happened, too. He was cursed by the fucking Dybbuk box. I forgot all about that. But I was just watching a video before we came back here, and it showed when Zach opened the box, he was touching the box, but then Post Malone touched Zach. Oh. I feel like may have, like, transferred yeah. the bad luck. You know what I mean? Right. Because well, Zach Beggins didn't have any bad luck. And he probably has, like, every talisman known to man and every whatever. He just probably has his own personal shaman. Yeah. Seriously, he does. He has Patty Negri. Yeah, true. <clears throat> so, he probably has a lot of protection, but, I mean, he plays with fire. He, but I think part of it might be, too, like, he screams at these things and he provokes them and he wants it because he wants the evidence. Yeah. And it's almost, like, harder for him to get it. Maybe feel like, fuck you, no. Mm-hmm. You know? Even though I love you, Zach. But. I know. Who knows? Like, because he, when I've watched episodes, there was one where he did um, some kind of investigation of the museum. And he had Father Sebastian, he had um, Patty Negri come, and he had a bunch of people come. Some witches, I don't remember where they're from. But, like, if anyone was looking in the mirror, like, I think Father Sebastian was looking in the mirror, this haunted mirror. Who's, yeah. Who's, uh, what's his name? But Lugosi's mirror. So Father Sebastian's looking at it, and he just fucking, like, passes out or something. And so Zach Bagans hears about it. He runs in there, and he's in the mirror, and he's, like, yelling and screaming, like, He's like, what are you going to do? Do it to me, too! Do it to me, too! (laughs) And he's trying so hard to have it happen to him, you know? I feel like with haunted things, it happens when you least expect it. It's not going to happen. Right. It's going to happen to somebody who doesn't want it to happen to them. It's just interesting that somebody innocent ends up getting something so evil and then it gets passed down so much that it ends up at Zach Bagans. It's like one of the it's most like haunted he, like objects he's, in, he's like a fucking magnet for yeah. this shit. He also has more money than anyone in the paranormal field so he has I if he, sold a, he sold could get the these things. That's I mean that is a question. That's a question. That is one hell of that a question. That is one hell of a question. He is like you, there's no one it's funny to me because I have a lot of um, respect for a lot of the people in the paranormal field, including Zach Bagans. But so many people talk so much shit about him. And it's so hard for me to listen to because it's like, well, you know what? Look where the fuck he is and look where you are. Okay. It's one of those things like he's where putting it's the more work jealousy than right. actually. It's like, more like admiring him. And no you just one don't can touch him. That. Yeah. He's got... Every he's got the most state of the art equipment that there is out. The second it's out, or even before it's out, he's got that shit. Everything that's been most haunted or evil, or who wouldn't be jealous of that? He gets to fucking fly around the world and go to haunted locations. That's his life. Like I am jealous of that, but I'm not hating him for it. Yeah, you're not a hater. But so many people are like, oh, I'd never let Zach Bagans, 
you know, investigate this place. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> you're worried? Yeah, okay. Well, I fucking love him, so. Watch your mouth. Well, what's weird is that I didn't know this, but there's only 10, like, legit Dybbuk boxes in the world. That they know of. Oh, my God. It's like Harry Potter. Yeah, and so Zach Beggins has two of them. Oh, and they, yes, the, that's right. The location right. of the other eight, they have no idea. Because the second one, that was on that show that you're talking about, the episode. Yeah. Yeah, there was the second one. Did they open the second one, or did they open the wine box one? I think it was just the wine box. Okay, because I think I don't know if they took, opened. in the one I watched, yeah. they took the smaller one, like, out, mm-hmm. and they were, like, around it, but they didn't open it. I don't remember what that was in the shape of, but it was smaller than the wine box one. Yeah, the wine box one was like 12 inches by something. It was pretty big. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look at that. Because I was watching all the quarantine episodes, but I didn't see the one where he opened it. But I did see like a YouTube clip of Post Malone like touching him. Yeah, and he <clears> like <throat> went out in the hallway and flipped the light on. Like, I'm not doing this shit yeah. in the dark. Post like, Malone, no. That's why I fucking love him, man. He, um... He ain't too manly to be scared. No, he was scared. on an episode where I, they were in Vegas. They were doing this... It's a place that's like a haunted attraction during Halloween. And apparently it's like actually haunted. And so Zach Bagans was like, first of all, he's like, tonight he's Ghost Malone. Which <laughs> was funny. Touché. But he was also telling the camera how he was planning on like pranking him to like make it more scary. But he didn't even have to. Like, Post was scared the whole fucking time. And I was like, it was just, he was so genuinely, like, in it, but mm-hmm. he was also scared. I just fucking loved it. He's just so, I don't know. I like when people It didn't seem too, like, fake at all. Like, he was scared. just, yeah, I really, so I have to watch that one. That's like you in haunted houses. You're legitimately scared because you take off and run. Yeah. You don't care well, who's in front of you. not in real haunted houses. She's talking about the ones that are for Halloween where people jump out at you and... Um, nothing was chasing me, but it was walking briskly Those behind things me. Those that hide your kids, hide your wife, <laughs> that's what they need to watch out for, because you will bulldoze them to I get did. to the I did. I didn't even tell Alicia <laughs> that this thing was following us. It was that, that big clown. <clears throat> Remember? I don't even know if I turned around. He turned the corner, and he's walking, but he's walking slow, but he's like seven fucking feet tall, and I'm like, he's gaining on me. And there was a guy between you and me. And I pushed the guy out of the way. Then I pushed Alicia. And I just fucking left I'm her like, in my dust. Where are you going? <laughs> I don't fuck around with people chasing me. All I heard was chainsaws going. <clears throat> and But real ghosts are a lot less scary than real people. That's why when we went to Hales Bar Dam, I wanted to handcuff ourselves to each other so that you couldn't take off. Well, when we pulled up there, it was uh, the scariest thing ever. Yeah, but once you're in there, it's not that bad. No. But the outside is terrifying. The outside is super ominous and terrifying. But. It was one of those things where it's like you're all excited and then you get there and you're like, I'm not fucking going in there. Like, right, exactly. I'm not going in there. And so we were like that because people ask us, like, aren't you too afraid to do that? Like, that's so scary. I would never do that. But it's like, really? Nothing scary really happens. You no. know? <clears throat> I want, when I'm in there, I fucking, I told Alicia, I said, I want that bitch to slide up the wall fly across the room and then I'll be happy <laughs> and she was like I don't want to see that I don't want to see that <laughs> that means we're in the room with the devil and yeah she could have locked the door she could have trapped us in there and then like threw us in that turbine the whirlpool yeah that's true I didn't think that far into it but I just want to see some crazy shit when I'm ghost hunting but when I'm by myself you're like no. I don't even want to see my light flicker no <laughs> Mm-mm. okay so 
Anything else on the Dybbuk box? No. All right. Well, we'll be right back with some monsters in the closet. Thank you for that exit music. That wasn't me. What? Oh, man. It's a ghost in here. (laughs) All right. So before I start, news from the haunted salon where the fucking hamper moved we went out into the back room and right where the hamper moved my drink just fucking slid right out of my hand but you know I like my drinks and I'm pretty sure I was holding on to it pretty good and then it's carbonated so it um sorry Alicia threw me off no I'm aiming it at the mirror because I just want to see oh like it God, pick up like a halo so on top of the cool. mirror but anyway it just like just went right through my fingers and hit the ground and then the carbonation like shot it across the room like a fucking bomb. It was crazy. So now I have some seltzer left but there's no carbonation so it's like I'm drinking like black cherry water. So guys if you ever were afraid of your closet as a child there could be a good reason for it because a lot of people all around the world the stories of these things, though, I don't know if you guys ever saw one. We would need to know if you did. But um, they're all different. And the first one that I read about reminds me of something that we've talked about already. The bedroom thing? No. Okay. <laughs> I can't get over that. But these are things that come out of your closet. So this one is from 1952, and it involves some sort of imp or gnome. It would come out of the closet at night to terrorize a young boy named Dan Bortko of Wyandotte County, Kansas. (laughs) The family moved to a two-story home on the world farm property. Listen, farm property, okay? Okay. In Liberty, Missouri, complete with a barn. And from a very young age, Bortko claims he frequently saw a small humanoid about three feet tall and fully decked out in German lederhosen. Was it a gnome? With a smoking pipe. Yeah, he saw a gnome. Like the Duende. And remember, the Duende like farms. Hmm. He would see it lurking around the house at night, often appearing in his room, and frequently stepping out of the closet. The creature would often stand there looking at him before smiling or winking and disappearing back into the closet. Bortko also said that he would often look outside his window at night to see little people congregating outside and around the barn. That's the same... We've heard the same account from people talking about the Duende. Yeah. He once drew a picture of one that he had seen up close, and it was so frightening to his little brother that he would cry whenever he saw it. Bortko would say of his first encounter with the creature, I had just awakened from a nap and was rubbing my eyes and saw what you would call a troll. I'll call him a troll because that's what he reminded me of. It was an old man with a long beard, large nose, about three feet tall, standing at the foot of my bed. I was astounded. It is unclear whether this thing was merely hiding in the closet or using it as some sort of doorway into this world, or even whether it was all just a figment of the young boy's overactive imagination. But if it was real, then what was it? It was a duende. I have to contact this guy and let him know, because I know what it was. 
Duende. Do, 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 <laughs> it's duende. hard to say, <clears throat> but there are reports of strange entities that seem to defy categorization. Categorization. <laughs> categorization. That have been reported lurking in closets as well. Another account concerns a creature that really defies easy classification. The witness claims that when she was just a little girl, she had been watching TV in the living room with her mother when they heard her father start frantically screaming for help from elsewhere in the house. They tracked the source of the screaming to the witness's own bedroom and found that the door was locked tight, which was odd considering it was just a plain doorknob with no lock to begin with. So that doesn't make much sense. No. They stood there struggling with the mysteriously jammed doorknob while the father shrieked and shouted from within. At the time, they thought he was having some sort of breakdown as he was an alcoholic and had been drinking heavily that night. However, when they finally forced the door open, they found that it was something altogether more bizarre. The witness says that what they saw in the room was this. My mom struggled for a few minutes trying to open the door. Finally, she managed to open the door, and we saw my father up in the air. What? Like if he was hanging from something. Ah. Then a few seconds later, he fell down. He was so scared that he sounded sober. Well, he must really be a drunk. He told us to get away from there, and he ran as far away from my room as possible. When we finally saw my dad, he seemed almost pale looking. He had scratches on his chest as if he had gotten into a fight with something. My mom asked him, what happened to you? Are you okay? The only thing that came out of my father's mouth was the devil. Ew. The devil was trying to take me away with him. At first I thought my dad was only saying that to scare me, but he was serious about it. He said that the devil wanted him and was trying to bite his neck. I thought to myself, it sounds more like a vampire than a devil to me. Why would the devil want to bite his neck anyways? But you just fucking saw him floating in the air. Yeah, you, I She's feel like, like at I that point... I don't know why he would say that. Because um, not everybody can levitate. Scared family retreated to the living room, where they eventually all fell asleep. The next day, the father explained that when he had been in the girl's room, he had seen the closet door open by itself and heard a man's voice issue forth from the darkness. After which, something dark had emerged and he blacked out. He took them to the room so that he could take a look at the closet, and this is where things get even stranger. They say, we all went to the room, then my dad opened my closet door, and we saw this figure of a man standing inside my closet as if he was asleep. His arms were on, on his chest, and he was all black, with long fingernails, and he had wings. The devil's a fallen angel. Yeah. The weird thing about all of the, the weird thing about this, like, this is already fucking weird. Uh, a few days later, I saw it in my room. I was watching TV in the living room. We had the hall light on, so that way I could reflect light into my room. But that night, the light only reflected halfway. I saw a dark shadow standing in the middle of my room. Then he took his hand out and started moving his index finger, asking me to come to him with his reddish-yellow eyes. I was so scared that I couldn't move at all. I was screaming for my parents, but they couldn't hear me at all. How can this rhyme. be? I know. I found, I found like, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I sound like Dr. Seuss. Um, they couldn't have been more than ten feet away from me. Anyway, when I turned my head back to see him, he was already next to me. All he did to me was he had lifted me up and he kissed my forehead and my neck. Then he left, just like that. I wonder why he, like, kissed her and shit. Yeah. That's creepy. 
Um, pervert. So what could this have possibly been? Was it a vampire? A demon? A ghost? Something else? It's interesting that the whole family seems to have witnessed it. So it seems beyond just the hallucination or overactive imagination. There's another account from 2009 from someone else of some sort of menacing beast in a closet. The witness claims that he woke up one night suddenly around 3 a.m., found that he was covered in sweat and overcome with an inexplicable cold fear that was overwhelming in its intensity. Although his brother was still sleeping soundly, there also seemed to be a heavy sense of something looming next to him in his bedroom. The feeling was coming from the large walk-in closet. I looked around in my room, hoping to see my mom watching over us from the doorway of the closet. I don't know why I thought it'd be her, but I did. Yeah, your mom's just hiding in the <laughs> yeah, closet. She's like, yeah. in the closet. Since our nightlight was on, I could see things pretty clearly. I looked to my left to see a tall figure in our closet. It had an oval-like head with small eyes and appendages hanging from its face. It looked over the both of us up and down. At first, I thought it was my mind playing tricks on me, since I had a very good imagination. An active imagination. Well, he says very good. What? Alright. But what snapped me out of this is when it pushed some of the clothes hangers out of the way and the fact that the window was open. Its skin looked rough and pasty, almost like it was in a sauna for two years. It caught a whiff of me. Ooh, that's creepy. (laughs) Oh, your face. It caught a whiff of me being awake, and almost immediately I lost consciousness and control over my body. All accounts that were had from that night had not been fully remembered the following morning. Besides the fact that my sheets were in the closet instead of my bed. Ooh. Again, we are left here with a case that seems to be so bonkers that it is beyond easy explanation. Just what was in the closet? Outdoing even these outlandish encounters is another one reported on by phantoms and monsters this time by a witness who had just about the strangest thing you can imagine come out of his closet when he was a boy this was around the year 1980 the witness who claims he is now a paranormal researcher says that when he was very young he had been trying to get sleep in the room he shared with his brother and again this was a room with a big walk-in closet as he was lying there the closet door began to open by itself he says one night i was trying to get some sleep my brother was already asleep the door opened and i know this sounds crazy but out came big bird of the children's show sesame street what the fuck (laughs) i remember being frightened at first but others came out too and they were very friendly and led me into the closet with them all i remember at this point is big bird gave me a flavored chapstick Mostly to ease my fear because I love chapstick. And they brought me back to my bed. I went to sleep very happy over the whole experience and was not afraid anymore. I put the chapstick under my pillow after taking a tiny nibble, leaving my teeth marks just to see if it was still there in the morning. The next morning, I checked it, and lo and behold, there was the chapstick and there was, and it was just as I remembered. And at that moment, I knew for a fact that it was not a dream. If I were not, if, if it were not for the chapstick, the experience probably would not have stayed with me all these years. I tried to tell my brother, but he laughed it off as anyone would, because it sounds totally crazy. Um, 
Now, after reading other accounts of similar experiences, I am wondering if it was an abduction disguised as a friendly interaction. So, Big Bird, like, what the fuck? I hope you didn't peck him. I mean, I can see that being, like, a very vivid imagination in a dream, because maybe you went to bed watching. But being Sesame fully Street. awake. But he's saying the only reason he remembers it is because he put the chapstick under his pillow, and that was there the next day. This encounter comes from Your Ghost Stories, and it reports just such an experience from the U.S. state of Pennsylvania, not too far away. The witness claims that as soon as she moved out of her grandmother's house, where she had lived for some time, she began having extremely vivid dreams of a spirit or demon in the closet of the room which she had stayed. She says that she had never had these menacing dreams while she had lived there and that they had only started after she left, as well as growing steadily in intensity. She claimed that the house had always been haunted and says of what, and she says what happened next. We recently just moved back in October. Now I've always known this house was haunted. Everyone has. I have had so many different experiences for another story, I assure you. Everything I seemed, or everything seemed fine and normal. The house is old. It creaks all night long. You hear someone calling your name. For me, it's Belle. Nothing unusual. I walked past the room, and I used, I walked past the room I used to sleep in, now my uncle's room the other day, and I instantly felt watched. Chills ran down my spine. I felt like I was in so much danger. I quickly scurried down the stairs and forgot about it. Um, not long after. That's like that feeling when you feel like someone's like watching you or... Yeah, but it couldn't have scared you that bad if you forgot about it not long after. You've had things happen in your house and you instantly forget. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I would walk by all the time. It's en route to my room. Every time I walk by, the door creaks open, even if it is shut the whole way. It takes force to open that door. I was carrying my cat from my room to the living room with me one morning... As we walked, <laughs> she was carrying her cat from the from the bedroom to the living room. Is it paralyzed? I don't. She's maybe like one of those people, just like it's her spirit animal or her. Uh, I mean, I carry my cat. Emotional animal. Your cats are big. They are to carry. They are kind of big. As the two of them walked past her uncle's room, a deep, low, frightening growl came from my cat. It does sound like your cat. She then hissed her meanest hiss, and she kept her eyes locked on the room. The door was wide open, but nobody was inside. Recently, my mom has been feeling it too. The door opens slowly when she walks by, and she feels cold eyes watching her. The cat or her? I mean, I don't think the cat could tell her that. <laughs> no, she her mom. She feel- oh, her mom, okay. Her okay, mom. Okay, I got it. I was really confused at what your question was. I was confused at what I was saying. <laughs> Um, another report from the same site is similar in nature. How is that from the same site? Oh, the same website. Durr. Durr. This report comes from the state of Virginia. What? Which is where we be. From a witness who believes an actual demon inhabited the closet of their master bedroom. It did not take long to figure out that the presence was in a large closet area which adjoined to the bathroom and forced directly towards the bed faced directly towards the bed in the master bedroom. The closet area never got natural sunlight and was extremely dark at night. I could feel that something was watching. 
The crucifix seemed to keep it out of the room, but it still stared out from the closet. So I did the usual, get out of this house. I command you to leave. That's, that's what most people jump to. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I felt that this thing was not going anywhere. That it was not scared at all. It was not moving. Not long after, we found a picture of our children on the floor, and it had been smashed into the middle of, or from the middle of the frame, like something was thrown at it. One night while watching TV, my wife left for work, and I saw a rather large shadow fly out of the bedroom and towards the car as she was leaving, almost as if it was chasing her. Not long after that, she suffered a stroke and major car accident, both of which left no lasting injuries. Thank goodness. But that's similar to the Dybbuk box. Yeah. So maybe that was a demon. And that was in Virginia. Be like, excuse me, sir, can we have your address? (laughs) Do you have a a box that you use? I mean. That starts with the D? You never know. Starts with the D. (laughs) And ends with X. D. Nuts. D. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another account from Queenie's Paranormal Playhouse. Not Queenie. Queenie, yep. Yeah, it's from her Paranormal Playhouse. Is a report from 2005 from a frightened single mother who had just moved into a duplex in the United States. Oh, it doesn't say where. Um, with her young son and her niece. Almost immediately on the very first night, they began experiencing paranormal phenomenon such as the bedroom door opening on its own and the children complaining that something had touched their legs as they slept. As they sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck was that? As they slept. As they sleep. <laughs> As they sleep. I didn't even notice I said that until you fucking mocked it. I appreciate it though. Yeah. I do. Because I now I can cut it out. Because now you can and correct sleep it. well tonight. <laughs> I can sleep well tonight. Uh, the second night of our stay. My son and I were lying down, shooting the breeze in my room. (laughs) The bedroom door that was cracked halfway open had closed, then reopened. This happened a couple of times until finally we worked up the nerve to get up and turn on the light. The next night, my son blacked out after having what seemed to be a nervous breakdown about the ghost living in his room and closet. Now, the thing about it is my son is a big 15-year-old, and he doesn't scare easily. After 20 minutes, he went back to his normal self and cannot remember the incident. That same night, he went to sleep with me, and I woke up to something pulling back and forth on the doorknob of my closet. (gasps) That's so scary. I screamed, and my son never woke up. Relatives have said that this place gives them bad vibes and that sometimes they can hear people talking. Now it is day 28, and last night my young nephew and I were sleeping when he suddenly woke up screaming. He had jumped off the bed, and the bedroom closet swung open in front of him. But this morning, he can only remember standing in front of the open closet, hearing the high-pitched scream of a female. I talked to the people who lived in this duplex before me, and they also lived with this ghost. Even after saying prayers and using holy water, the ghost will not leave. I'm a single mother, and it took my savings, or took all my savings to afford this house. Unfortunately, it seems we're stuck here for a long time, but this ghost is going to drive us insane. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, was it like a banshee? Uh, well, the picture of it looks like that. <laughs> the depiction, I should say, not the picture. 
But that's what Hi, makes what it gorilla scarier. face do you have? You Hi, like I'm a... a fucking gorilla skeleton monster. That's, you know, whatever. That's like In eight feet tall. In the closet. So he never got the people out of the closet? He just would hear them. But if he was a kid, if I heard that shit even today, I'm not going to go search my fucking closet. I'm going to be like, okay. You You're just going to act like it didn't happen. You stay in there and leave me alone. So then one of the stories I heard today was my client mm-hmm. that I was asking or asking about, telling you about. So I have this client and she's like a, um, I think like a biochemist or something like that. She works okay. in chemical engineering and she works with coronavirus and all that stuff and like maybe the vaccines. I don't know. Great. So you're bringing in here now. So no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's someone that's like super duper intelligent and you wouldn't think she was like such a strong believer in ghosts. And so the last time I was doing her hair, we were talking about ghost stuff because it's my favorite fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me all these crazy stories of her, this house that she grew up in that was haunted. And her mom knew, like, everyone lived there knew. Like, it just was like, hey, is there an activity going on today? You know, like, they just talked about it. Like, nonchalant. Because it happened all the time. And to me, this sounds scary as fuck, but she says that she never felt scared by these things or intimidated or, like, negative. But she said that she had something that, like, lived in her closet and it would laugh like a clown. And she didn't think that was scary? No. And I'm like, um, first of all, don't you think if something's laughing at you from your closet that it's like kind of sinister or something? Or kind of like trying to lure you in there? Right, exactly. It's like fucking it. Like the yeah. movie It. It's trying to lure you in saying he's a clown. But she's like, no, I never got a bad vibe from it. She was like, he was just trying to make me laugh. Are you kidding me? He's a comedian. And, uh, but then she said sometimes the clown's laugh would turn into, like, this, like, low, deep laugh. Like like, fucking it. I'm like, doesn't that sound, like, she just was, I don't know. She was saying it never scared her or anything. And then, um, she said when she would go to her friend's house for a sleepover, it would follow her there. And it would do the same shit at her friend's house. But did they hear it too? Her friend did. Her, She said her friend heard it. Her mom's heard it. Her siblings heard it. Like, and nobody felt all, any type of way about it. I recorded our conversation today. Which, you did? Yeah, she doesn't know that. But I'm not going to play it, so it's okay. But I can at least listen back to it and see the other things she said. But, I mean, there's so many things that happen in this house that she's telling me just so nonchalant and she's saying it like as if it's fact because she's like this engineer you know which is interesting because normally somebody who's in the science field they're very skeptical because there's a reason for everything but also in that same vein like since she is very like she requires proof but Mm -hmm. she grew up in a house where to her this was just what it is she didn't need proof because she already fucking had it um, this was her mom's house? Mm-hmm. Do they still have that house? No. It was a townhouse in, uh, Annapolis. And she thinks it's still there. She's not sure, but I'm like, I need to look at a map and see what, you know, where this place is. That's like that house in downtown Leesburg that they had haunted. I know. We listed on it. Get in it's there. still for sale, but they took haunted off. They did? Yeah. Probably they think that's maybe why it's not selling. How can we look at that house? I don't know. 
I thought it sold. No. It it well it was off the market for a little bit because apparently some girl that I went to high school with had bought it. Oh, and then she realized that it really was legit haunted, and then I don't know. I didn't reach out to her because I haven't. Well, I mean, it's right across from that one house that is haunted. Which house are you talking about? In downtown Leesburg, the one that we stood in front of is still for sale, or the one across the street from it. No, the one that we stood in front of that you were asking that late girl about. That's but the one across sale. from it is haunted too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But that one. Honestly, there seems to be a lot of stuff that's on the right hand side of the street in downtown Leesburg that's haunted. Well, that one is supposed to be one of the most haunted houses in Virginia. I would love to get in the there. The Finch House, is that what it is? Finch House. Finch. Finch. Goldfinch? Wells House. Finch. Wellesley House. Finch. Something Finch House. Yeah, there's another word. In I think I finched my finger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So it's cool hearing those stories from people because, and that's what made me real think stuff. about like monsters in the closet. But um, I'm gonna have to edit the fuck out of it <laughs> because I couldn't read my writing. Just don't take out as they sleeped. <laughs> as they sleeped. Oh my god. But anyways. This was really fun and refreshing, and I hope you guys are listening to this right now. I know it's been a long time. I hope we still have listeners. I know. <laughs> if you do, give us a like. <laughs> well, uh, well, I guess a like. We'll post something about this episode, and if you like it, we'll know you've heard it. Well, I guess anyone could like it, but I don't know. We just miss you guys, okay? Yeah. So thanks for listening, and... We hope everybody stays safe and had a good new year. Stay safe, for sure. And they have a good 2021, and you buy lots of hand sanitizer, you wear your mask, and you wash your hands for 20 seconds, say the alphabet, or happy birthday. And you can... Song, the whole song, not skipping. Yeah. Happy birthday You could also, while washing your hands, recite the alphabet backwards. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> Gotta practice. <laughs> yeah. That's like kindergarten. You never know when you're gonna need to use that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, happy new year. And you'll hear from us again. Mazel tov. Shalom. Shalom. Shikuna. Oh, wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Do it in Chinese, because you know Chinese. Shalom chikiwo. <laughs> 